Tanya Watkins with us today. Hey, yes, Tanya. Hello. How are hey. You? Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So, hey, if you want to call in and join the conversation, I think a lot of you uh, might have seen the Barbie movie. I would love to get um, your kind of your thoughts on it because yeah, it had a lot of implications, a lot of messages in, sure in the movie, and that's the reason that we went and saw it. It's mm-hmm. like because. After I heard Ben Shapiro rip it to shreds, uh, he, he really was emotional about the whole thing. It's like I had to go see it myself. It's like, okay, let me see here, you know? Yeah, it made me morbidly curious. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to call in and join the conversation, the number is 505-444-5059. And I'd also like you to invite you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. So... I'm going to have to go see it myself. You probably should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now. Just so, you know, yep. the, here's the interesting thing about this movie. It's probably grossed more money than any movie in history. That's crazy. Which is amazing. It's like, um, I'm, I don't know why that is. I mean, is it that, uh, is it that a lot of, uh, People grew up with Barbies as kids, and I did. so they were fascinated by the idea of this movie. I think so. You know, I had a friend tell me that she went to see it because it was uh, like a retro, you know, um, nostalgic. Right, right, exactly. She it brought back memories. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so anyway, Ben Shapiro, he 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 apparently was forced to go do it by his producers. He went to see it, and. Uh, he was not happy with it at all. His in his tirade that he did on the movie, he uh, ripped it to shreds and declared it probably one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> um, and he he there was really nothing good he had to say about it at all. Now, I would have to say that, um, based on the observations he made, I would say that. Some people are going to be mad at me over this. I'm going to say that they, I think they were mostly accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy some parts of the movie. I think, I think the movie had an enormous amount of potential because the, uh, the sets in it, the graphics were beautiful. They it were had, really cool. But it had a lot of subliminal messages, didn't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it did. Yeah. I think it did. Mm-hmm. You know... Um, one of the comments that Ben Shapiro made is that the movie had really no plot that made any sense. <laughs> and I think he's right there. I, I, you know, you're thinking something's going to happen and then it goes a different way. And then, and, and then something just, and you know, people are going to say, well, yeah, but it's a movie about, uh, it's a movie about a plastic doll. And it's like, yeah, I guess it is. And it is really, but at the same time, I uh, even, even from that standpoint, sometimes it didn't make any sense. Well, my 22-year-old son okay. and my 17-year-old daughter went to see it. Okay. And, and they had, had some comments, they right? They did have some comments, yes. You want to talk about those first? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Uh, my daughter, first of all, um, she said, you know, it was, uh, it was a matter of Barbie standing up for um, the, the world that she had been in uh, was kind of... Um, uh, stereotypical. Stereotypical. Yeah. After the main character uh, was, she was considered stereotypical Barbie. Right. Which would have been the first Barbie. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, but uh, the, the character rounded out and she became her own person. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of that stance um, against that stereotype, mm-hmm. you know, that, that my daughter saw. Sure. Whereas then my son, he uh, said that, that, that Ken um, 
originally was unimportant in Barbie land. Yeah. And um, when Barbie left, the Kens took over. And and yet then when she came back, then the they returned the matriarchy, taking over that patriarchy. Yeah, there was this back yeah. and forth yeah. uh, throughout the movie about matriarchy and patriarchy. Right, right. And the thing is, is that a lot of it didn't make any sense. It's like, you know, one thing that Ben Shapiro said uh, that that I I agreed with almost everything he said in his rant, but there was one part that I believe that he didn't quite get the same way I did. Okay. Right. So when when Barbie and Ken they go into the real world, okay, and she is getting just completely trashed. She's getting, you know, you know, whistled at by the guys, you mm-hmm. know, because she's like really attractive and stuff and objectified. And objectified. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um and she but then Ken, he gets this impression that men run everything in the real world. Mm-hmm. Now <clears throat> Here's the thing where I think Ben Shapiro got it right, got it wrong, in my opinion. That was Ken's perception. Mm-hmm. If you looked at everything that's going on in the world um, while they were there, it's pretty much the way it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, in which men and women are both kind of, you know, all doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. So there, there didn't, to me, other than other than the uh, board members at Mattel Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. that were portrayed in the movie, in which they were all just a bunch of idiots, honestly. Uh, Will Ferrell was the head CEO of the company. (laughs) God (laughs) help us. But but even that stuff didn't make a lot of sense. You know, other than that, you know, uh, Ken, he had been relegated to this very minimal existence in Barbie land, Mm -hmm. which, and... I was talking to Kareen actually about mm-hmm, this the mm-hmm. other day. She had her take on this movie too. Is that um, Ken was more or less an accessory for Barbie? Right. He was no more than like her 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 pink car mm-hmm. or her boat or her house or anything else. Ken was simply an accessory to Barbie. It, it's not Barbie and Ken. Well, it's Barbie. And then Ken, and then Ken just kind of takes a backseat to everything. Well, so in the real Barbie world, yeah. that is that is true to form. That's what I find interesting yeah. about um, the, the seeming, because I haven't seen it, just my mm-hmm. son's take on it. Um, the end of the movie, um, the Barbies take, take back Barbie land, and Ken's are told that they just need to love themselves and stop pining for the Barbie who never loved him to begin with. Um but then the t- Kens turn return to being solely wholly unimportant in Barbie Land. Yeah. So, how do you love yourself if you're unimportant? Right. You know, it's such no, a contradictory message. That's a fantastic yeah. point. And mm-hmm. here, here's the one thing about the movie: it is like there were a number of parts in it in which the uh, the Kens were just basically minimalized, um, and and it's like okay probably be okay to start out the movie like that because mm-hmm. that's the way it is in Barbie land because Ken is just, he's kind of just a very, very minimal part right. of the whole Barbie world. But I would have liked to have seen at the end since reality was creeping in on Barbie land mm-hmm. that they would have come together and there would have been more of this uh, unified kind of an ending. And but it's like, isn't that but the woke it, mentality that... We don't need men or we don't need right. women that, you know, we they're trying to separate the the male female relationship as unnecessary. So that's certainly the message that they ended the movie with. Absolutely. And I was not happy about no. that, that, you know, but from what I understand, the, the people that that basically created the movie were are a couple of lefties. And so. <laughs> everything that's going on sense. yeah everything that's going on in the world right now has to do with separating men and women confusing people mm-hmm. stopping people from reproducing mm-hmm. uh, all of this kind of stuff and so that creeped into the you know and i really you know i told you this stella it's like when i saw the movie i had a lot to process i had to think on it mm-hmm. sleep on it for the night and then i had a lot of thoughts about it the next morning and it's like the ending was 
really a little bit disturbing to me. Yeah, so not it really only, was. Not only does the Ken doll become unimportant, mm-hmm. the whole male-female relationship becomes unimportant. Right, and see, that falls into the existence. whole thing with yes. why would Mattel want to have this moody movie reflect upon their product Mm -hmm. because okay number one they made idiots out of the people at mattel and they led people to believe that mattel is a uh, is a uh, a patriarch ran ran by a bunch of men when Mm -hmm. in fact that's not true at all uh at least half of the board members at mattel are women and the company was i think founded by a woman i think (laughs) they they showed i I saw a picture Mm -hmm. and so and then at the same time, they're in a way they're kind of. I would think that any any young person that saw the movie, it might have turned them off to to the product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that right? Did you get that, Stella? I, I yeah, I, I, I clearly got that. But like she yeah. said, uh, how could you love yourself if you're not important? Ask a liberal. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Ask right. a liberal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, and they clearly made him very unimportant. Like, it's Barbie's world again. And yeah, he's just an accessory. Nothing more. Well, and it it reminds me of, you know, I grew up on a ranch. So um, you only need one bull for a certain number of cows. Are we looking at um, doing away with the men except for the ones who are intended to procreate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you know, well, yeah, well, that is kind of the message that's been put out there, especially with the government pushing the whole thing with the, with the um, child support. And it's like, oh, you don't need these useless men. Oh, exactly. It's like they donated their sperm and now they don't, they're not needed anymore exactly. because we're going to support you and your family. Mm-hmm. This guy, he's useless now. Right, right. You and know, ultimately, he, yeah. they don't need the parents at all. No, we're trying to push the parents out all together yes, now. Absolutely. They don't need yes. the mother either. We got rid of the dad. Now we're going to get rid of the mom yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. then have the baby in a little test tube and just form your own whatever mm-hmm. eyes you want, hair yes. color, how you want them to look. And that that doesn't include a mother now. No, not really. now. No, so, anybody anybody can have a baby. You can get now. You'll be able to get your government uh, your your government issued baby. Yeah. yeah, any any way you want it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're like as we, long as you choose to raise it like we want you to. Right. <laughs> no, as long as you allow them to right? raise it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or heck, maybe we'll just we'll just really really develop the AI and the robotics there and stuff go. like that, <laughs> and we'll just give you a government issued robot baby. Right. You don't need to have a real baby. <laughs> or have bo- or have robots raise the baby. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. gets worse. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Who knew the conversation was going to go in this direction, right? Um, So, yeah. So the the plot seemed to be kind of lacking and it didn't make any sense in the movie. I completely agree with Ben Shapiro on that on that point. But the thing with the 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 patriarchy thing, Mm -hmm. I think he kind of got it wrong there. He he got he he put it out there like, oh, well, they go into the real world and there's this patriarchy all over the place, with the exception of the the weirdo, you know, people at Mattel, Mm -hmm. you know, in the movie, uh, the rest of the world seemed to be kind of what the way it really is. You know, Uh, the the men that were kind of gawking at Barbie, eh, men don't really do that anymore. They used to do that probably years ago, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now men are, men tend to be more respectful now than they used to be more or sensitive. apathetic yeah or apathetic at the very least it's <laughs> yeah. like you know uh, so the world has improved uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit over the years in that way you know men don't really do that anymore there's well, the, a few the feminist weirdos movement, out there but the feminist movement took care of that yeah, yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah right. Exactly. yeah but you know the thing that bothered me about the the barbie world was the separation between the the men and the women and it's like i can see initially but shouldn't they have come together at the end with the new information that they learned that oh well you know we can we can share barbie land we can do this together but no you're right they 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 reestablished their matriarchy mm-hmm. and the kens were once again minimalized yes and it's yes. like, oh, we might give you a little bit of say-so in a lower court or something yeah. later on, yeah. you know. But, yeah, it's like, that's yeah, why that, was not, that was not a good message. That's why men didn't like that movie. They won't go see it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, um, at least from my childhood, I remember the Barbies always far outnumbered the Kens anyway. Sure. You yeah. know, you didn't need a Ken doll as no. long as you had a Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, what else? Um I, I, th- I think 
like the thing I pointed out about the the patriarchy thing, mm-hmm. I think that perception is is a big thing. I think different people perceive things in different ways. Uh, just like Ben Shapiro perceived that part different than I did um, about that. Um, and I think that people in the real world, that's what they perceive things differently all the time. And that's why we have this divide between uh, liberals and conservatives. And it's like, and it's not just the liberals. It's like back in, back in the 60s and 70s, my, my views, my political views might have, I might have been considered a liberal mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Be- I yeah. I grew up, you know, th- saying I can do anything you can yeah. do better, you yeah. know. <laughs> that was um, you know, my my I was a democrat to mm-hmm. begin with uh, when I registered. My parents grew up um they were democrats, you know. My mother's still hardline democrat, but but uh, Sorry my, to hear that. <laughs> well, but she does not um She's conservative. Exactly. She mm-hmm. would be considered a conservative. But she votes dem, for democrats. But she votes for See, democrats. See how can she do that? Exactly. I know, you know. It's kind of it's kind kind of like be careful because she's going to be watching this. Is it <laughs> Is that that? Is it that, Sorry, a, that? Is it that law professor guy? Is it Alan Dershowitz? Is that his name? Okay, that guy. I don't understand that guy at all. I, I you know, when we're talking about that sort of thing, right. you know, I've seen him on. And he talks about how awful the Democrats are and how they're do, breaking constitutional law and they're doing all of these kind of things. Oh yeah, by the way, I'll be voting. For, Biden's a tyrant, but yeah, I'll be voting for him in the next election. It's like it makes absolutely that's no like, sense. What? <laughs> He's biting off I, his I, nose I, to spite I, his face. Exactly. What? I don't, exactly. What? I don't understand that at all. I don't believe in killing babies, but I'm going to vote for those who do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. For those yeah. who want you to pay for it. You know, I yeah, believe in exactly. the Constitution. I'm a constitutional law professor, and I understand this stuff. And these people are completely breaking all the rules of the Constitution. But darn it, I'm going to keep voting I'm gonna for them. I'm going to keep voting for them. That's him. like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell? Hoping for I the best. I don't get it. That's the, that's the epitome of the optimist, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What was the other uh, thing? I was, oh, um, there was something else I was going to say about the movie that I that I took away from that that was important to me. Um, it'll come to me in a minute. <laughs> CRS, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> Kick, kicks in when you get in your sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it lacked a plot. Um, didn't, the, they, didn't they get rid of the pregnant Barbie? Or they got rid of the pregnant Barbie because apparently that wasn't a good seller. Oh, the one with cellulite. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you yeah. see, the pregnant Barbie again stands for a male-female relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. The male is that. necessary right. for this to be right. a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I I know what I was thinking here. The so when Ken came back to Barbie Land, mm-hmm. he was resentful of Barbie because he had he loved her. Right. You know, and so and she kept rejecting him and. She was not treating him good. You got to admit she was not treating him good at all in a clueless kind of a way. Mm-hmm. So when he came back and he and he told his other Ken buddies, it's like you know we're just going to kind of take over and we're going to ma- we're going to we're going to be relevant and you know we're going to we're going to ride horses and we're going to do manly things and <laughs> we're going to you know we're going to you know we're going to we're going to be important and so we're going to take over. But at the same time. Uh, he did it because his feelings were hurt. Right. And yet, even at the end, she she still didn't seem to have any compassion for him. Right. So that was... What does that say about Barbie? Doesn't say much. Or women in yeah. general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lacking in compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are forced to support their children on their own. You know, men have been the kind they just walk away now there's not you know do you see a man that stays with his child even though they're separated he gets equal time with them he spends just as much money on them as the mother does Mm -hmm. he has a room for them the way she does at her home Mm -hmm. that's that's the kind of man that i think is really a man image for me not the one that says go go ahead and i'll give you 200 dollars a month you know for this kid or whatever and i'll see it maybe every other weekend if i can and you know well, my husband is a classic, um, you know, man who stood, his ex-wife left him um, and the baby, mm-hmm. and yet the judge gave her primary custody of that baby. 
So does that make sense? You know, just because she's the woman. And she never came for the baby at all or anything. Right. Yeah. Except when it benefited her. When it benefited her financially. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen that so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, our justice system works only so well. And and then it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's sad when it doesn't. That's right. For yeah. the children especially. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're the yes. only ones that seem to suffer the most. Mm-hmm. Thank God that he finally won full custody. So, mm. yeah, we fought. Yeah. Mm. Good. <laughs> yeah. And, and then there were things in it, too, that were probably sexually inappropriate for children to watch. Imagine that. They were referring to genitals. <laughs> right. And, like and, and, and talk about your... De- you just cannot... We've I've talked with my own children about this, you yeah. know, my daughter several times, that you cannot find good, entertaining... Uh, movies anymore nothing that is just there for the for entertainment purposes mm-hmm. you know it's always got a political message it's um sexual grown, innu- yes, innuendo right sexual mm-hmm. innuendos which do kids really understand them to begin with but but why do they even need to be there and and they're they are um, presenting them so that the kids become desensitized to it, you know, they don't know what they're seeing, but but maybe they'll ask and I shouldn't even know I what think it's after all about. Going anyway. through public schools, they pretty much <laughs> right. know what they're seeing now. <laughs> the they're truth. very aware. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely. I would say back in the fifties or seventies, when mm-hmm. kids are more innocent, you know, and they wouldn't catch on to stuff like that. It would but, be appalling. Yeah, but yeah. now with computers and everything, and the teachers, you know, encouraging it. They know they've got mm-hmm. it all. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it had the potential to be a very good movie. Like I said, the visuals were really, really interesting mm-hmm. on it. Um, and I think if it would have been more like, um, yeah, the, the if it the, didn't have a political agenda about it, 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 it <laughs> you know. At first, I was kind of confused, and it's like, that's why I had to think about it for a while, and it's like before I actually... But yeah, it looked as though it was following a an agenda of separating men and women, mm-hmm. which seems like what seems to be tr- they're trying to do in the real world. Mm-hmm. They, I think it's all part of the whole attempt to reduce the population. They want right. to keep men and women apart. They they want to separate them. And, and this has been happening a lot over, just for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's just gotten really, really the, bad the, now. The transgenderism proves that. Yes. Yeah, so, it yeah, does. You can't Absolutely. have kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you can't have and, kids. And uh, the right, I hate to say it, but the right always made it sound, uh, especially on social media, that if you went to go see Barbie, you're going to see things that like, like the transgenderism, that she's going to have a male body part and, you know, can might be more female and have that's how they made it sound to me like it was a stupid movie to go mm-hmm, watch mm-hmm. that's why we had to go see it because yeah. right. you don't know till you see, to it see it yourself. for yourself yes yeah because they hadn't seen it either they were assuming right. and then are we promoting that um agenda by by financing it you know by going and seeing it mm-hmm. are we promoting it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Catch twenty two. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to see for myself. Yeah. And yeah. so you I'll know, wait till it comes out on Netflix. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys want to watch the Ben Shapiro rant, I I would have to say that for the most part, I think he's correct on what he's saying. And you know, the left is just destroying Ben Shapiro over this. Mm-hmm. They're they're making fun no of doubt. him. They're ripping him to shreds over this. When he really, do. I think he really gave a pretty accurate assessment. Uh, of the movie, but that's so. what that's what the left specializes in is is tearing everything mm. apart that makes sense at all. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and and more people like Ben need to be like us. Need to be standing up and speaking out mm-hmm. for what is right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Making people aware. Anything else on that that you can think of, uh, Stella? Mm-hmm. That you wanted to talk about? Mm-hmm. Let me think. <laughs> I, I thought there was, but I think we had covered all pretty much. <laughs> so. Oh, let's see. What else did I see? I saw some other interesting things in the news. I, I, I'm from Ohio, like I've mentioned to you before, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a um, a vote they took on something uh, proposed that, amendment to the Ohio Constitution. That was, I think, the, that gun. Uh, wasn't it about the gun rights for the credit card companies? Well, no. They they were talking about um, a a the bill percentage. in uh, in which. 
what it takes to amend the Constitution in Ohio. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And currently, the way it sits, it sits at a simple majority. Okay. Which I think is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to pass something in which it requires a 60% majority. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is, is the way it is right now, that the a, a political party can have literally just like a one-person majority, and they can change the Constitution. Wow. Which yeah. it, I think is just a really scary mm-hmm. place to be. Well, and it leaves the door open to, um, to the abortion... industry to come in and throw their money at the situation, which is exactly what they did Mm -hmm. in um, getting the, the people to vote no on this, this ballot issue. Um, They threw their money at it and, and they're famous for that though. It lost. They have a lot of money and they throw it into every cause that benefits them. And it's all a leftist cause. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't ever do anything conservative. It's always a leftist right, cause, that, right. but they throw a lot of money at it. They've mm-hmm. got lots of money. Yeah. So, so it's opened the door at this point to these these industries coming in to Ohio and being able to to change things uh, for the pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. I hate to say pro-choice because no, it's it's deceptive. That's not what it is. It's just deceptive. Yeah. It is pro-life and it is pro-abortion. It's pro-murder. Let's just you call know? it what yeah. it is. Call it what it is. And quit, yeah. quit fooling around with yes. words. Right? Well, like, like I said, because if you use yeah. their words against them, you say, oh, well, I'm pro-choice. I believe in this and this right? and this. It's like, well, no, no, I, no. Know. Yeah. Well, well, I thought you were pro-choice. Yeah, what? exactly. I, I'm saying that I agree with you. I'm pro-choice, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm pro-my right. choice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But not your yeah. choice. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and the, the idea of the abortion, you know, it involves another human being. Mm-hmm. The bottom line. Yeah. You've got two in, the, in you know, one voiceless. So. So, apparently, there's this uh, radical judge that is trying to silence Trump. Okay, they are trying to use these trumped up (laughs) (laughs) indictments as a means of saying uh, of muzzling Trump so he can't speak during his presidential campaign. Was that Fannie? Was it? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, U.S. judge orders. I'll have to look that one up. I'm not sure which the name of the judge. I'm going to look that up. Okay. I was pretty sure, like I said, that it was Fanny because she's desperately trying to get into the limelight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She wants to be famous. (laughs) I'm going to look it up during the break. Okay. Um, Wow. That's the end. We're into the last segment now. Oh, wow. Crazy. Anyway. So, hey, you're listening to Freedom Seek with Becca Marie and Stella. We'd love for you to call in if you want to at the next segment, 505-444-5059. Don't go anywhere. We We'll be right back to wrap it up. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, 
shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Final segment. Along with our guest, Tanya Watkins. Hello. Hello. We've been talking about all kinds of stuff today. Just talked about the Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I looked up that information uh, during the break on the, uh, the whole thing with uh, that... What's that guy's name? That idiot, Jack Smith. Is that the guy that's trying to take down Trump now? Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the judge is named Tanya Chutkin. And it says here that... Um, let's see. They're looking for a protective order. And it says here, Trump's attorneys accused Smith's team of asking Judge... Tanya Chutkin to assume the role of censor and impose content-based regulations on President Trump's political speech that would forbid him from publicly discussing or disclosing all non-public documents produced by the government, including both purportedly sensitive materials and non-sensitive, potentially exculpatory documents. So... How is he supposed to run a political campaign? Mm-hmm. Uh, he has, are, are they, are they going to provide him with a list of, okay, this is what you can talk about, this is what you can't talk about? Right. And he better use sign language. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, who does that? You know, when you're campaigning, you're telling the people what you're going to do for them, what your stance is, what you, where you stand as an American. And now you can't say all of these. You can't say American. You can't have the flags. I mean, really? Come on. Yeah. How communistic is that already? Yeah. yeah. Talk about censorship. Oh, the epitome time. of censorship. And, and who's going to be monitoring and based on their perception, again, uh-huh. perception. perception. Yeah. 
Oh, believe me, they'll have a lot of people monitoring. Right, Mm -hmm. right. What is acceptable and what is not. And talk about a violation of free speech. You you brought up a fantastic point there, Tanya, because that's exactly what they want to do. Mm -hmm. If they were to get this order in place, they would be scrutinizing every single word that Trump says on the campaign trail. That's exactly what they want. They want to shut him up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't want, supposedly, don't want the media... Uh, judging the case. No. Yeah. No. That's that's the supposed reason for their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, there's so the media again. I think we're going to find out what happens with that. Today is Friday that we're um, doing the live show and we're recording for the radio. So um, we'll probably know the answer to this by later on today. And if you guys are listening to us on the radio, you probably already know what uh, what the result of that is. Uh, this is going to be disastrous if this order gets put into place against Trump. And I kind of wonder what will happen next. Right. Absolutely. Is he going to tell him to stuff it and discontinue doing what he's doing? And then, and then <laughs> I, what are they going to do? That, gonna, that then they're going to arrest him for contempt right? of court. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be classic Trump. Yeah, nobody's and then, gonna tell me what to and do. And then, of course, that'll just raise his poll numbers even <laughs> higher. No doubt. As no they're doubt. arresting him, the poll numbers will be going through the roof. Uh, As a matter of fact, if that happens, I'll be sending him another donation. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can I go ahead and vote right now? Because I know I'm going to vote for him at this point. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, yeah. There's no way anybody voted for Biden, but there no he way. is. Yeah. No way. And you know, they're they're. They're doing this thing where they're talking about how he's trying to he would because he was speaking out, saying that he believed that the election was rigged, which he does believe the election was rigged, and so, so do I. So and I, I believe there's a ton of evidence to prove it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that in some way he was trying to overturn the election, and then you had these. I, I read some articles about these so-called fake electors. They weren't fake electors, okay? From what I understand, the way this works is that um, the Republican Party chooses electors in the event that they win the election, and then those electors get sent to register their their votes. Um, so they're not fake electors. They were electors that were picked. Actual real people. Real people, you know? <laughs> and so... Yeah, they're twisting that all around. Mm, of course. To make you believe that, oh, some people, just random people, declared themselves electors. But no, that's not what it was at all. These people were actually legitimately, legitimately picked by the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. But they weren't picked by the liberals or the Democrat Party, so they don't count. Yeah, yeah right. Just, yeah. just blow them off. So, um, And at least they're living, breathing people and not... You know, <laughs> dead people voting, right? Or maybe even in the Democrat Party, dead people being elected. Yeah, because that did happen at least on one occasion. Oh, I thought you were talking about Biden. Oh well, hard, really, really hard to say. I mean, there could be a weekend at Bernie's thing going on there. You know, exactly right. And and I hear people talking about it all the time. How well, you know, his ears don't look right. I was even listening to another talk show uh, the other day in which they were even talking about this topic. It's like, well, you're right. You know, he doesn't look the same like the Biden from years ago. <laughs> and it's like, you know, there are some things that don't change. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there they are getting labeled as conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. um, that say it's not really Biden, that it's somebody else. Um, there's people out there saying that it's... Uh, that it's somebody in a rubber mask, you know, like a Mission Impossible kind of a thing. Um, can that, they? That was, that was me. That was I you. Said that. Uh-huh. Can Can they actually make a mask that is yes, that good? They can can they on. really? I've have never actually seen, seen one other than in the movie. Have you not seen Hollywood? Have, Come have on. you not watched the MythBusters? And they yeah. they actually made the masks that um, people and they tested like uh, people that knew them. Uh huh. They tested. I missed that episode. <laughs> They did that? Yes, yeah. they did. They made these masks, these okay. Mission Impossible masks. And and so they wore a mask that was like the other one. You okay, know? and they, they like and move the, and stuff like and the, the real people, face? They had, they had measured uh, distances that okay. they would move up and try to, and they were turning around and just standing there. And yeah, and so they... Um, 
they would have to determine if there was anything off about this person standing before them. Okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. And most of them could. It was not, it, it was people that know them well enough knew, right. but yeah. Yeah, but when you're in front with of all the, the airbrushing in front of the cameras yeah, and whatnot, yeah. yeah, and they can use filters and all kinds. Well, of stuff. But, but but the thing is, and, and I know because I've been like an extra in a Hollywood movie before, mm-hmm. doing a convincing uh, makeup takes hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's it's not something where you can just slap on a mask in a couple of minutes. It it, it isn't that simple. No, it's, it's something not. that takes hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, Holly, Hollywood puts an enormous amount of work into makeup to to do. Um, to create believable um, characters. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I, I've yes. been saying yeah. it though. I've said it before, like twice mm-hmm. before. That State of the Union that Biden did that was not the Biden that we know that farts in front of the Queen and poops in front of the Russian <laughs> president <laughs> and is on the floor all the time you know, oh. and walks away from the media when they're asking questions. That was not the same Biden. Right. It wasn't. He he was he sounded intelligent. He almost convinced me that he was doing well by the country just by his speech. He was very articulate. He, yeah. he didn't stutter. He didn't yeah. fall. He didn't poop. Yes, but you said it right yeah. there. The State of the Union is a speech written by a professional speech writer. Right. Exactly. Whereas any of his comments just off the cuff and he, are he couldn't his remember, own. He couldn't remember the speech if yeah. he wanted to. Right. It had to be somebody else. Yeah. He has a teleprompter in front of him. And he doesn't even yeah. do a good job at that no. most of the time. No, he doesn't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll like read like things on it that aren't part of the speech. That right. Like, okay, uh, yeah, you need to pause here. Or you need to turn. You do this. Or he reads that part, he reads too. Reads that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's never been very smart. Mm, and now he's it. senile, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you Poor ask thing. yourself, you ask yourself, can they really do a mask like that? Really? Yeah, really, they can. I, they do. I think if I, I, I can see I can see where they can make a mask like that that would be believable from a distance. You know, one thing I... That was the thing. The closer they got in Mythbusters, they, you know, it was more obvious. Yeah, because the problem you run into is it doesn't move with your face naturally like it's supposed to. Like it's supposed to. Yeah, Yeah, because we got to have a whole bunch of muscles in our face Mm -hmm. that when we're making different expressions, that's why they'll have a really hard time creating, let's say, an android that is totally believable and lifelike mm-hmm. is because of those all those little muscles in the face that to, that create this you know look of being alive now I'm going to have to look you at know? that State of the Union again and look at it up yeah. close yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think you'll see anything close unfortunately see if it's you his know. doppelganger a double you yeah know? <laughs> But you know, I, I had some friends that were down in Berlin when he, when Biden came in there earlier this week, mm-hmm. and when he drove by in in the car, um, our our friend Tamara was telling me that a, a number of them saw this, and they said his face was white like a sheet. Mm-hmm. He she said it did not look real. Hmm. He looked more albino than Pence did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really That's what I heard. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, what's what's the deal with that? A double in case of trouble. Could be. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Could be. Could mm-hmm. be. I don't know. Um So, anyway, um so anyway, I think Trump's Oh, Stella, you didn't turn down your phone. <laughs> She's going to be in trouble for that. Anyway, I was, uh, oh, oh, here's an interesting story I came across. Okay, remember a while back, I don't know if we talked about it on this show or not. I might have talked about it on the late show. Remember the, the, the lady that was all frantic on the American Airlines flight? Oh, yeah. Remember was, that lady? Something wasn't real in the back she of the She said, plane. that MFR is not real, mm-hmm. you know. Well, there's been a follow-up story on that, okay, about this lady and some information about her. And I found this on actually on the New York Post. And it says here... Um, what I read, it sounded like she just had a breakdown. It kind of seems that way, <laughs> don't it? Well, she, she was scared just, out of her mind. Well, she was just so under And it started with an argument with some, between her family about who had stolen or taken or wireless headphones. The wireless headphones, it's like yeah. And then it 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 trans it like grew um, into this 
Right, into this full-blown delusion. Right, exactly. So it just makes me wonder, did she have a mental breakdown, a nervous breakdown because she's under so much stress with the work she does? I don't know. Maybe any, but you know, anyway, find it a little bit. Say? Well, says here, um, you know, we know what she said. She says that MFR is not real. Um, and it says here that, and it was sparked by an argument over wireless headphones. It says here, Tim, Tiffany Goma, Gomas, Gomas uh, a Dallas resident, was kicked off the plane following her bizarre outburst, which led to hours of delays for other passengers, documents reviewed by the Post show. Despite claiming, I'm getting the F off this plane um, in the viral video, says here the 30-year-old was not willing to leave the American Airlines flight and had to be removed by staff. So after all of that, where she said she wanted off, they, she wouldn't get off. They actually had to remove her. They removed her, and yeah. then she wanted back on. And ultimately, then, <laughs> and then she wanted back on. And it says um, before heading towards the front of the plane, Gomez added, "You can effing die, and them, or I'm not going to." <laughs> and it says here that the argument had started when Gomez fell out with relatives she was traveling with, accusing them of stealing her AirPods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if, if it wasn't anything but an insane lady, then why is why, why are they making such a big thing out of it? Because is this another distraction? Because, well, that could very well be too, but it's because they, because of her claim that something was off mm-hmm. with the passenger list, they had to um, disembark everybody yes, they from the to, plane. Everybody had to get off the plane. And everybody had to re- be re-screened. And security, did, yeah. yeah. So they go find through security an extraterrestrial? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, that's huge. I would yeah. be upset. Mm-hmm. And what did they find? Nothing. 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 You know, so yeah, I would, I would be, and and delayed your flight. I mean, how many people probably missed by their hours? next flights? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So they had to rescreen all the passengers. Everybody had to get off the plane, and they didn't find a Martian. No, <laughs> no. Apparently not. A monster. And and yeah. also they also had to do a complete and total inspection of the plane. <laughs> they had to make sure there wasn't anything weird going on there. They you know probably had to check it for bombs and all kinds of crazy right? stuff. They checked it for everything. I'm sure mm-hmm. because you know they didn't want to be liable for something happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had to make sure that the plane was safe. They had to make sure all the passengers were safe and legitimate. And it it cost. An enormous amount of time and money, I'm sure. And she was ticketed, but from what I understand, that was it. She was never nothing charged. else. Yeah, no. nothing else happened to her. Mm, which is is strange. Yeah, she must have been a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to say, but I watched that video, and I mean, she seemed like she was truly afraid of something. So yeah. I don't know. It was weird. The mind is a an incredible frontier <laughs> yeah i know it, it says, could go anywhere <laughs> exactly it says here the rejected passenger was eventually escorted to the non-secure area of the airport but that didn't stop her from attempting to come back through tsa screening and into the boarding area multiple times and the same plane i would guess yeah because that's what she had a ticket for uh says here they eventually tracked her down to a terminal curb where she was sitting and waiting for an Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually she gave up. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's crazy. It's really weird. I don't know. You know, I was reading an article too about the uh lab meets and stuff and how they're trying to say they're better for your health and everything. And there was a video that I saw about a dietitian or, or she something that she she said that lab meat is really important especially for school children and now they're taking away the meats uh products like on Mondays and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays. Yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And she said that protein in the meats is so important for kids learning and and for their brain function. Brain development, yeah. Yeah, and she said that's what they're trying to take away. And just everything that she said made so much sense, you know, about the too much water they're using and they tell children that to eat a hamburger patty costs like 600 gallons of water to make to like guilt them guilt them into eating a hamburger which patty. turns out to be I, I i watched an interesting thing on this the other day which turns out to be a real total lie okay it's it's a total misconception that's what you're okay? saying because there is a such a thing they they have a terminology called blue water and green water okay have you heard that Mm-mm. okay so 
when the the left they make this argument to get rid of cows because cows are just consuming enormous amounts of water and they fart and they fart and 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 they're <laughs> they're producing methane well re- realistically i mean they're taking a lot of this cow poop and they're actually taking the as it breaks down it releases methane they're actually capturing the methane and turning it into fuel that they can use you know huh. um but there's <laughs> the terms that. green water and Blue water and green water. Okay. Blue water is like what you see when you look at it at the planet from orbit and you see the oceans and it's all blue and stuff like that. The water that's out running through the streams, in the ocean, in the lakes, all of that kind of stuff. The, the water we get out of our taps, that's considered blue water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cows, it turns out, okay, get and, – and the number I was heard that I, that I heard told was – 95% of their water that they take in is green water. Guess where green water comes from? Green water comes from the plants that they eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, from the plant life. The, the hay, the grass, yeah. all that kind of stuff has a lot of water in it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where 95%, you notice most of the time cows are just eating grass mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't see them drinking very much at all. Ever because they're getting almost all their water from the the, the plants that they eat, mm-hmm. and and another thing is is too is they 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 make these claims that um, cows are consuming a lot of uh, like stuff that's grown like they're growing stuff just for the cows mm-hmm. when realistic especially like in New Mexico you see cows grazing in areas that are on land that is pretty much useless land except mm-hmm. for grazing. But the right. cows, they they eat the plants off of this rocky, useless land that can't be farmed. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the grazing that the cows are doing is on land that cannot be farmed. Mm-hmm. So it has no other purpose. Right. Well, and you know, my grandfather had cows in his ranch that he had up here in Edgewood, mm-hmm. and after he picked his crop of corn, they would eat the husks and all that left oh, over yeah. corn. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it wasn't wasted, and it wasn't just, no. You didn't have to burn it well, or and if you dispose have, of it, right? If you have pigs, they eat anything, anything, <laughs> and goats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but they're picking on the cows right now. Yeah, picking yeah. on the cows. And you know, it brings to mind that uh, how many? I think it was Kansas City where they found forty thousand head of cattle or more, just with their feet up in the air, dead. And they said, well. Uh, the water, no, the sun killed them. It was too hot. Mm. And like that was like never heard of all mm-hmm. these cows that were killed. So they're like. Where was this at? In Kansas. Hmm. Kansas. Uh, 40,000 head of cattle or more all died all at the same time. Huh. And they blamed it on the hot sun. And it wasn't even hot. It wasn't even that hot as it is right now. Yeah. And uh, then somebody mentioned, no, they poisoned their water. And that's where they all. Yeah. That, that makes I more sense. I believe that. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, you know, they weren't complaining about uh, the water being contaminated or whatnot when uh, when they were shooting, when the Forest Service was, was shooting cattle. In the Mugion area um, last year, um, feral cattle that were on the forest lands, you know, and leaving them, they were shooting them from a helicopter yeah, and just leaving them, them where they lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not round those cattle up and feed starving children? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, what about all these homeless people right? on the streets that exactly. they supposedly care so much about? Right. Why weren't they uh, rounding them up and using them to feed, uh, feed these homeless feed, people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't exactly. give a crap about homeless no, people. they don't. They, they don't. just left them no. all to die in the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine with a stench and uh, oh, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That well, and, uh, and like I said, you know, if they shot them and they died in the water uh, in the creek or, you know, then they're contaminating downstream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. are. So a lot of this stuff with the cows and the farts and all this kind of nonsense—it's <laughs> just nonsense. You it know, it's it, it's total nonsense, and it's like they they lie about the numbers on things. Well, and, and ultimately they're affecting the the um, food supply chain. Yeah, you know, they are. That's the plan, down the road. Though. That's yeah, the plan. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're going to starve us to death. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 plants that they're eating out on these unfarmable areas are plants that would eventually die right and they would eventually emit the gas the very gases that they're concerned about the circle Whereas of life which, yeah <laughs> circle of life i mean that's perfect and yeah. what you're doing is you're basically taking stuff that is useless material mm-hmm. and you're converting it into protein mm-hmm. that can be consumed as food mm-hmm. 
And, you know, the methane, I mean, methane can be used for fuel. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what about the, a lot of the fertilizer that is used by the farmers to grow crops comes from cow poop. Yes. So Yes. Chicken poop, cow poop. And what about them great leather seats in your car? Where do you (laughs) think that comes from? (laughs) Or the leather jackets. Or the leather jackets. (laughs) Uh, You know. Nowadays, the way they do things, it's like nothing on that cow gets wasted. No, yeah. You know, when, yeah, I don't, I don't, I doubt if they waste anything. I think the bones are probably Mm -hmm. used for something, uh, for like calcium supplements, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, The hides are for making clothes and upholstery. Mm -hmm. Um, The meat is good for you. Mm hmm. It's it's protein and it's good for your and development. And the fat is tasty. The fat is tasty. It's really good. You know what makes things taste good is the fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the flavor. It's, that's the flavor. <laughs> God, I, I love a good ribeye. I, Iowa, yes, Iowa cattle, Iowa beef is mm. the best just because they're corn-fed fat cows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. So... But you know, you're just watching that little petri dish where they're starting the to make the lab grown meat, it looks so disgusting and mm-hmm. so gross. I don't know how anybody consider eating it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be a vegetarian, but see, that's where it all gets started. Mm-hmm. Is they're going to get rid of the meat so that you don't want to eat the meat no more? Mm-hmm. And then when you're hooked on the vegetables, well, they already stopped the farmers from growing, so now there's no meat, there's no vegetables. Right. What are you going to eat? Right. Well, well, what are the, they going to fertilize with if they don't have cows? They don't. That's they right. don't want you to eat. They don't want you. Uh, here, let me listen. Oh, that leads into something. Really good i've got this clip from john Kerry the other day that's what i was gonna say this guy Mm -hmm. this guy is demonizing the farmers oh no doubt and Mm -hmm. saying that you know uh most of this uh the these uh, these greenhouse gases are are 33 percent are coming from those farmers we got to get rid of those freaking farmers (laughs) here i'm gonna here i'm gonna hold up as if the farmers don't have enough to contend with to begin with with the fact that they don't get enough money for what they do and now they're saying let's get rid of those people who feed us yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah okay so here i'm gonna play this i've been waiting for a good good opportunity to play this and see here Let's see. Okay, it takes a second for it to come up. Yeah, there we go. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of eight billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A two degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Okay, do you need to listen to any more of that to know no. what the okay, let's, so what's let's the starve solution? them to death. We'll let's starve them. them. That'll yeah. fix it. <laughs> if we get rid of the Our farmers, population. if we get rid of the farmers, we'll be at net zero. What's right. net zero? Yeah. Net well, zero from what? And, you know? and I'm telling you, even if we get rid of the cows, we're still going to, we still pass gas. Are they going to tell us stop <laughs> passing gas? It's creating too much methane. You I'm know? sure they're going to come up with some kind of solution <laughs> for that. We've got to, we have to provide everybody with a device so that they can recapture that gas yeah yeah exactly. darn it <laughs> you know just like we put catalytic converters on cars years ago it's like uh, yeah, they might yeah. have yeah i don't even want to go into there because that would probably not be fit for radio yeah, really. <laughs> hey hey it's been great having you in here today oh thank you fun. so much believe, yes. believe it or not we're almost done all right isn't that great <laughs> you're very it has been fun oh yes. thank you yes um, yes i've i've been enlightened being here too and you know i i appreciate getting the opportunity to uh to just share some of my thoughts and ideas on things and and to help promote the awareness that's what we got to do amen that's what i do this okay so if you want to send us your questions and comments send them to becca at freedomspeaknm.com 
Check out replays of all of our shows from our website, freedomspeaknm.com. And you can always catch the replays on our website. You can also listen to the podcast from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And if you're listening to this show, either on the radio or social media or whatever, go into my Twitter, X, whatever it's called now, Rumble, True Social, Facebook. Make sure you like and follow our pages because that helps get the word out. Like and follow. Let's just let's get a thousand more likes and follows after mm-hmm. this Definitely. show this week. Mm-hmm. I would love to see mm-hmm. that. Yes. So freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided we're weak, together we're strong. It's time to stand up. Tell the Marxist. Reject the division. Open your eyes. refuse to accept the woke agenda and all the hate stop the hate we need to love each other amen give somebody a hug today (laughs) hell no we won't comply we are the resistance resistance. y que Dios los bendiga until next Friday God bless you (laughs) see ya